you're listening to Voices of Value, a selection of valuable insights designed to help you get more out of your professional and personal life through simple and easy-to-adopt life lessons. If you're keen to enjoy a better quality of life at work and at home, sit back and join the conversation with your hosts, Peter Kakos and Rick Rushton. Voices of Value, episode 28, with my good friend Peter Kakos, Rick Rushton here, back from the sunny US of A, and Pete, uh, got back to the end of the first quarter of 2019. It's been a big quarter, Rick, been big a quarter. quarter. We've interviewed some amazing people, when I stop and reflect on who we've had so far in 2019, a great resource of content from elite people, um, and so, you know, really good opportunity, I think, at this stage of the year now, just to reflect on what the first three months has been like, and... Well, the lessons, what are we learning? Where are we uh, gaining traction? Where could we improve? How did you always approach you know, the end of the first quarter as an elite producer, let alone an elite business leader that you are today? I love working in quarters. It's uh, It just makes a lot of sense yep. it, to work in little sprints or in, in chunks of time. Mm. And it's a great chance now to always look at the, love the philosophy of preview, review. Yep. So whilst we're always looking forward, I think we always need to be looking forward. I don't believe we need to constantly be looking too far forward, no. looking at the day-to-day sort of activities that we need to do. But but it's really important now to take advantage of, of that review yep. and what were some of the things that you wanted to put into play yep. for the first quarter of 2019, what worked, what didn't. And, and you know what, Rick, there would have been – many people wouldn't have um, put what they thought they were going to put in play in these first quarter, but – Look, when would now be a good time to um, do those? <laughs> yeah, that so, would be now. <laughs> yeah, but the other thing as well is is working in sprints and so forth in quarters. I think, um, and I encourage people to have a really good close look at their energy levels right now, because it's the perfect opportunity. And um, you know, in Australia, um, you know, with school holidays coming up, and uh, and Easter. then that, that flows into Easter, flows yep. into Anzac Day. Yep. You know, April's going to be an interesting month, a uh, month um, work-wise, yep. um, so in the sales arena. That is, so utilize the time well and truly to to charge, refresh. If you haven't been spending enough time with the kids, if you if you've got families, you know, opportune time to do that and really make the most of it. So I'm very big on when you're at work, be at work yep. and, and heart and soul. But when you're at home, most importantly, be at home, mm. heart and soul. Mm. So be present, yep. uh, which I think is a, a key thing. So that charge refresh, check the energy level, check and uh, and gear up for um for for a big second quarter. I love what you said there about wherever you are, be there. You know, if you're at home, be at home. If you're at work, be at work. Don't mix the two. And that way, when you give the total focus to both arenas, you've got more time to be productive in both arenas. You know, that's you know pr- pretty much the message. But I think the first quarter for me was always a great test case of where we are in the year. You know, you can kind of go, well, if I reproduce this now for another three goes, this mm. block of work, I'm pretty much on track or off track. But, you know, I used to find that people would often ask me, what sort of a month are you having in real estate? And I never really bought into that. I used to buy into what sort of a week am I having and what sort of a quarter am I having so you know I want to start the week with productivity I want to finish the week with productivity and then measure that out against a whole quarter as opposed to one month because you never have a good month and a bad month yeah but once you take out that whole quarter, you get a real, you know, real good snapshot of where your business is at. So your month was like the micro, and your, and your quarter was the macro. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And that was yeah. as far as I want to look forward to, to be brutally candid. Yeah. And then we know seasonally when you're going to be productive, and when you might be in a bit of a hibernation period, and we're 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 not far away from that. That sort of June July period was always a bit of a, a challenging time for production. But uh, you know, I used to use the first quarter. It was so much better, Pete. If you got off to a flyer, if yeah. your first quarter was great, yep. you, it didn't mean you coasted. It just meant you. Had 
had great momentum to build on and then everything seemed to flow from there. But it'd be interesting from our listeners to know how many things do they put into their business plan that they want to have achieved by the end of March 2019, whether they got them or not got them. If they didn't get them, clearly it wasn't important enough to them to make it happen mm. and potentially it might not even be worthwhile reviewing any further, just move <laughs> on. <laughs> but if you didn't get it, why didn't you get it? It's a real good snapshot about where you're at in your business, I think. Yeah, I think a lot of people think change and, and, yeah. and, and often talk change. Yeah but then they don't change. Yep. So what needs to be in place to do that? Robin Sharma is awesome, awesome um, uh, writer and yeah, he's just, just brilliant, written some incredible books. Yep. Um, very spiritual. Yep. Um, someone I, 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 Yeah, very, very deep thinker. He said the other day on a podcast I was listening to that your day is your life in miniature. How good is that? I just, I had to, I had to always yeah. had to pull over the yep. car. Yep. Um, always have a journal beside me and I'm listening to podcasts, which, which I'm doing every day now on yep. on my commute. Yep. Um, I was doing it sort of sporadically, but now I'm doing it every single day. Uh, listening to podcasts. My commute to work's you know a good half hour plus. Yep. So it's a perfect sort of time to do that. But your day is your life in miniature, and I just think, wow. So that's that micro, macro and, and, and focusing too far forward rather than what, what can you do today. Mm. Um, and it's interesting. We're all about growth, Rick, and, uh, and, and this is why we do what we do, isn't exactly, it? Exactly. Yeah. And that's what Voices of Value with is like how are we growing, growing is that. Um, and Tony Robbins was saying the other day, it, it really is that number one Absolutely. human need yep. um, in a lot of cases. And um, so, so with growth, we've got to move from what's comfortable and easy. And I think if you're probably not where you want to be right now, yep. you've probably just been continuing to do continuing to do what's comfortable and easy. Yep. So we've got to move to the things that have you know you've potentially been putting off. Yep. So looking at those things in the first quarter that you wanted to do that you've actually put off, schedule them because um, these are the things that should have been scheduled for you in order to be great. Mm. Yeah. The problem is with change, I think you really hit it right on the head when you say change is easy to observe and direct in others, much harder to live. I yeah. mean, this stuff is much easier to coach than it is to live through sometimes. Like we can all see with the benefit of a very open mind, someone else's areas where they need to change. Very hard to look into the mirror sometimes, yep. getting a mirror that works to say, maybe I've got to change what I'm doing and maybe I've got to improve in certain areas too. So yeah. that's why these podcasts are great because I know it keeps me accountable to you and you're yeah. accountable to me. And you know, I've just taken a, a slight break, part working, part sort of holiday. But I know as I was leaving for that, we had to get a few things tucked away to make sure that we didn't miss this obligation, this commitment to each other. That took a little bit of discipline. But you know, it's in my absolute must list through, throughout my week that we connect at least once a week to do a, a, you know, a, a value-added podcast with some great interviews and I, if I think back to who we've interviewed so far this year yeah, if Bob Wolf's not the best real estate agent we both know working, I don't know who's better than him, but uh, you know, he's probably one of the best in the world at what he does. Mm. Gives us very simple messaging for things to change first, you must change. You know, He talks about these simple things he's doing on a daily basis, repeats them, keeps looking and reviewing them, and it really fits into the lessons of what we're sort of teaching today about the micro-macro. Mm. So if you think about sort of Bob's messaging, if you think about Sharon Trivartz's messaging, uh, Pete, where you know, in the absence of a strategy, Everything looks like an opportunity. That's brilliant. How yeah. was that quote? Mm. Like I just, I keep on thinking about that, and I think I can see some opportunities for everybody listening to this podcast. But what's your strategy? If you don't, if you can't show me the plan, yep. it'll stay in your head. It'll be a great concept in your mind. It'll sound good on, you know, conversations with others, but it won't actually come to life. So you need mm. to bring it into reality. Just two learnings from two great. That's the beauty of what we're putting together. I think we're putting together a library of content for people to go back and review. And you're so right. This is the right time of the year to do it. You know, school holidays coming up, Easter coming up. 
could you invest an hour or two out of that break just to go back and review some of the, the great messagings that's happened from any of the interviews we've done so far this year, let alone the ones we did at back end of 2018? Absolutely. And you've got to look at your, your daily mindset as well and say, right, what are the, the things that I, I, I need to be doing on a day-to-day basis and how am I going to be get my productivity levels well and truly up there? Because productivity is, is not a time management thing. Uh, it's a bit of a misnomer. It's like, oh, well, you know, I don't have the time or to produce what I need to produce and mm. so forth. Productivity is actually a purpose thing. Yep. So look at what your purpose is and what you're trying to achieve and that's that's going to get the juices flowing within you mm. and, and get that daily and – that, and that fuels the mind as well. So that's where the daily mindset um, – you're able to put things in place, put a plan in place. And what are the key things that are going to actually create that momentum for you? Mm. So I was listening to a podcast with Alan Latham. Now, Alan is the founder of Orange Theory. Now, for those who don't know Orange Theory, it's like an F45. Or a, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's uh, one of the three biggest um, fitness workouts in the uh, in the States. But she spoke about a thing called momentum shifting and, uh, and focusing on what we have rather than what we don't have. So where, you, where your time gets basically sapped away because if you – and she spoke – then went on to speak about – I'll get back to that in a second. But then she then went on to speak about comparison is the death of joy. So you're robbing yourself of momentum when you're looking at someone else's social yep. feed or you yep. just find yourself mind doing mind-numbing sort of things. So I think it's getting back to – and this leads back to your priorities and your purpose thing to know mm. that what it, what is it that you're trying to achieve yep. – and what are the things you need to be doing on a day-to-day basis? So these all tie in together and it gets back to that Robin Sharma, you know, day is your life in miniature. Yep. Um, it all comes down to, you know, what is sucking your energy and and what is certainly holding you back from delivering what you need to delivering what you ne- <laughs> deli- <laughs> delivering what you need to be delivering to be great. Yeah, I get it. And I, you know, I, what I hear there is that uh, it's not about time management, it's choice management. If you make the right choices, because you never really manage time. I mean, there's 168 hours in the week, that's it. You've got it, I've got it, we've all got it. You know, what is it, 86,400 seconds? You can't manage one of them, let alone 86,399 more of them. All you can do is manage the choices you make within those parameters. Yep. And that's what you're talking about, I hear, is that you know, you've got to make sure it all gets back to living life by design, by purpose, the way you want it. And the first quarter is a great time to check in and say, it's long enough. We've got a test case now. It's long enough. We, yeah. we know whether we're on track or off track. And if we're off track... What do we need to do to get back on track? If we're on track, is there another level? And the answer is, of course there is. So, yeah, maybe we stretch a little bit further in that second quarter of 2019. i tell you, the, the best thing that I would have heard this month um, outside of our podcast, Rick. Yeah. The, <laughs> so the best thing I heard was a, was a guy by the name of Trent Nathan. Yeah. Um, incredible speaker, incredible speaker, um, ex-NFL player, motivational speaker in the States. He said, don't let your choices become your child's consequences. I'm absolutely owning that, loving it, <laughs> going to be using it, going don't to quote him. Don't let your choices become your child's consequences. That's if a- that doesn't make you sort of sit up, yep. prick those ears up, yep. you know, make some serious decisions and... Especially if family happiness is one of your strong values. I mean, you, you, 
you know, we're doing what we're doing effectively to build a financial wall around our family that no one can touch. Mm. So, you know, we've got to make sure we're making the wise decisions, the best decisions, not just for us. I always love that quote out of Rocky, you know, Rocky Two or whatever it was when, you know, he can't find the fight to take up the next challenge. And he says, when it was just me, I'd go in there, get my head beaten up. It was just me. But now there's you, there's the kid. I'm actually feeling like there's many more things at risk here if I get this whole thing wrong. Was really what the, that sort of movie message was. And I, I think that's right for a lot of us you know we're prepared to take risks as we're younger because if we stuff up what's the worst that can happen we're right back where we might have been a year or two ago we just rebuild again but when you're talking about you know another person that you're sharing a life with other things you've brought into this world to bring and give them life you want to make sure that you're getting that absolutely right i love that quote trent nathan i'm going to quote him yeah absolutely brilliant mind behind that and then he also went on to say that a lot of people try and hit home runs by sitting in the dugout. <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> now, this, this goes along the lines of, you know, are you either, you're either in the stands yeah. um, or Just you're actually... Watching, observing. Or, yeah, yeah. Or, you're, or you're actually on the court. Yeah. So... And he's, he's an NFL player. He's an NFL player, yeah. ex-NFL player. So the good yeah. news, I think, for us is that we didn't have to go too far out of our own resource library here to hear from two world-class athletes who, in the last sort of month, gave us some great lessons too. Yeah. I love Nathan Buckley's view about be open to the learning. You never know who the next person might be that can help shift your thinking and your philosophy about life. I love that ability to be open to the next bit of learning. And I love Shani's sort of, Shani Layton's sort of uh, philosophy around effectively her being in a position where she's not going to let other people people's choices and decisions make her choices and decisions she's going to actually you know be the pilot of her own ship and make sure that she's absolutely focused on you know being true to who she is authentically and making sure that she's absolutely living life on purpose so you know some great lessons there in in all that i love your quotes you're bringing a lot to the table this week <laughs> on quotes mate i'm i'm, oh, I'm just loving I'm, I'm you know again it gets back to to this podcast and and what we're doing in terms of who we're bringing to the table yep. and hopefully sharing a a really cool message and you know we're 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 speaking to some amazing people but it's not just about there's never one no, one thing and like one podcast that's going to do it for you there's a series of things and you you've got to get and commit to being in that uh, getting yourself into that that learning growth yes. zone. I call it the learning growth zone. Yeah. Like I'm changing a lot of things in my life at the yep. moment in yep. terms of um, um, health and fitness in, in particular. Um, I'm actually pushing myself to get up that, that little steps. bit early now. Oh, yeah, the 1,000 steps, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are amazed that Rick lives above the 1,000 steps. I for do. those in Victoria, Melbourne would know the 1,000 steps, yep. but you've never Iconic. ever done them. No, but some people live opposite Disneyland, never go on the rides, Pete. Don't. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. <laughs> I do other things for my health and but fitness. No, you just seem so fit, though. Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, it's all a mindset for me. But uh, no, I hear what you're saying. I think that, you know, when I really stop and think about where we are right here, right now in 2019, a lot of reasons for optimism to do well. Yep. I mean, you know, it, we, we have so many resources right here, right now at our disposal to do incredibly well for the balance of the year. So, so what do you say to those that are saying, well, there's an election coming up, Rick, and you know, the, the economy, especially the real estate market's really struggling at the moment. And, you know, it's like some marketplaces you know, in real estate world, for those uh, real estate mm. listeners out there, markets have dropped some 20 to 30%. Yep. You know, I was chatting to our uh, members of our company over in, um, over in WA and uh, really no different there mm. as it is to here on the East Coast. Uh, there are some significant challenges where yep. where incomes have dramatically dropped. Yeah. So there's some there's some people going through some 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 rather difficult times, and let's not gloss over that. No, of course not. What what would your message be? Well, for that's that? yeah. My message will be the sun will still rise in the east and still will set in the west the day after the election, and whoever gets the keys to the lodge 
probably isn't going to change anyone listening to this podcast lifestyle in the next little three-month period that we want them to really focus in on. So it's my considered view that you know, ultimately no one's election win or loss is going to affect what I do as an individual going forward. That's really my choice as to what I do with that and uh, not, not to gloss over people in challenge because there is, but my best guess is for all of recorded history, there's always been opportunity mixed with difficulty and difficulty mixed with opportunity. What yep. we've got to find is what's the opportunity within the difficulty. So I hear what you're saying about the market coming back. I spoke to one of the uh, guests we've got lined up coming up in the next few few episodes. Um, I asked him what sort of a, a quarter has he had, what sort of a month has he had, and he explained to me that uh, as a company they did north of 750 in March of 2018. As a company, they've done close to 400. Uh, this much, and they're still leading their marketplace dramatically. What it's I heard there was, drop. yeah, wow. it's a massive drop. Mm. But what I heard there was, he said, um, but we're still winning our fair share. So the reality is, if production comes back, it's not a question of how much has the production come back. How much of that production do you want to win? That yep. gets down to choice, doesn't it? You know, yep. So I can sit and look at what we don't have, or I can get focused on what I do have, as per the quotes that you're just mm. absolutely lobbing into my forehand <laughs> court uh, throughout this podcast. But you know, it's all about what we can do. Yeah. And when we talk about can do, you need to decide what are the needle movers for you in this market and what are you doing differently? It's amazing. It's a different market, but yeah. people are doing the same stuff. Exactly. And you know, that really cracks me up because my first talk this morning was to a group in Ringwood. And I just sort of said, you know, clearly the flow of the market has shifted a little bit, but if your production and disciplines are exactly the same as they were this time 12 months ago, well, of course your income will be down 20, 30, 40%, as it should be, because yeah. you, you're bringing poor moves to a new dance. Yeah. You know, it's, not, it's not in time with the rhythm of the music. You're not in time with the flow of the market. So, of course, you're going to absolutely be out of step. Mm. It's not your God-given right to, to just have houses just lob on your doorstep and then to then have the ability to sell them. It's an absolute privilege to be part of this absolutely. real estate world and, and for people to call you into their house to sell their house by the, on the back of relationships and trust and oh. everything else, skill and everything else that sort of goes with it. Mate, so. I was just in America, as you know, and you know, we flew back from Orlando. It was about a six-hour flight or something, and I spoke the next day, and someone said to me, they go, God, I, I just can't imagine how you did that. And yeah, it must be so hard. I'm thinking, I didn't have to run the continent of the US, right? <laughs> I said it's an absolute privilege and an honor to speak to a group. It's a great honor. It's like this podcast. It's an absolute honor to share the microphone with some amazing voices of value, give content to people, mm. and see if we can add to the growth phase that everyone wants in their life. Yep. So getting back to those um, needle movers, yep. or uh, it's about increasing the outputs that matter. So what are the things that are going to matter in your business? And this is you know getting away from, from real estate to a certain extent into the business world and also for those real estate people, you'll know what those needle movers are. Yep. So we, we all need to, I think, increase relevance, um, get our differentiation because it's a competitive environment, yeah, yeah, even yep. more so right now 100%. because the pond is a lot shallower. Mm. So our differentiation um, in, in terms of what we offer is massive. But the other thing is, is not to forget in times like this as well is, is about contribution. Mm. So what are we actually giving? Uh, Cause a lot of us will move into scarcity mode versus abundance mode. When things tighten up, we get, we, we get into that scarcity mindset. We start to sort of close down a little bit, which then affects everything else that mm. goes on goes on around us. What, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I think giving starts the receiving process. So I think you're absolutely spot on. When your mind shifts to how can I give and how can you – yeah, know, we're all hardwired in professional life to be go-getters. 
But I think if we go givers, if anything happens, if we go and give as much as we can, we'll get everything possible. So I'm a big one in giving starts the receiving process. I just did a bunch of retailers today, the Westfield sort of shopping centre group, Pete. They were interesting uh, because they they are decimated by online shopping. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so their their whole focus is, you know, how do we get people off the keyboards and into their shops? And I said, well, you have to shift your thinking around what you're doing when someone does interact with you at a shopping centre. We've all been into a retail outlet. Every time we walk in, what's the first thing we're asked is, hey, can I help you? No, thanks. We're just looking or browsing. And they go, okay, let us know if we can help you. That's the, that's, they believe that's customer experience and customer service. Mm. I'm just going, that can't be the way it's got to be. And you've talked about this in uh, podcasts earlier this year about, you know, just the, it's, it's a, a performance we're doing thousands of times in a year, but it's they're not on Broadway. And yep. you've got to think about what that looks like. I always love Billy Connolly's quote about, how the queen thinks the whole world smells of fresh paint because <laughs> everywhere she goes, every everything that she it's attends, so they just they clean up the entry, they paint it, they make sure it's looking magnificent. And so, you know, my whole view is whatever we're doing in the game of life, go out and give everything we've got. If your favourite celebrity, sports icon, living or dead, was coming to an event you're running into your office tomorrow, into an open home if you're a real estate agent, into your particular professional sphere. Um, would you rock up in the same old shirt, the same old suit, the same old tie? I'm pretty sure you'd probably, you know, maybe go get a new shirt, new tie, new new suit potentially. You know, you'd be your energy would be different. I think you just got to go with that new fresh energy into the second quarter of 2019. Oh, absolutely. Brendan Bouchard talks about um, the things to ask yourself every day. Um, who do you want to be today? So, you know, common sense is not always common practice. So I know you you, yeah, yeah. you speak a lot about that, <laughs> Yep. Um, which which I absolutely love. And so, you know, who do you want to be, you know, if you've got kids, who do you want to be as a parent? Who do you want to be, you know, when you walk into the office as a leader, mm. um, who do you want to be as that leader? Yep. Um, who do you want to be to your team today? Mm. What's what's the sort of person you need to be? Who do you want to be as a husband or as a wife? And um, I think it's a you know, great question to take into every day and almost into every every moment or every meeting as well. Then the second part is is how do I want to interact with others? So you know how do I want to communicate? Um, you know how do I want to interact with my kids when they get home yeah. and so forth? Um, how what's my interaction like with my team and um, in terms of from a coaching perspective or from a nurture perspective as well? Third thing is uh, on the back of that is you know. If you're falling down in those areas, what skills must I develop? Mm. So again, quarterly check. What skills um, are you finding um, or lack of are letting you down in delivering this excellence or or this new growth phase that you're going to? So what is it that you need to commit to? uh, And what are the little quick wins you can do in order to get those things happening? And the last thing is, you know, and, and gets back to what we just said then about contribution is how can I make a difference and serve with excellence? So, you know, have a think about, you know, sometimes this gets back to the scarcity. We get so caught up in what is or isn't going right in our yeah. own lives, yeah. we forget to to look around us at the person sitting next to us, at the at the uh, girl or guy on the front desk you just walked past this morning on your way through and you mm. potentially, oh, I didn't even stop to say hi today. Um, you need a bit of perspective is what I'm hearing there, mm. Pete. I mean, I, it's funny. I spoke at Newport Beach, one of the wealthiest places in America, rocked up to a hotel where on the front apron of the hotel was a McLaren sports car. There was a Bugatti. There was cars that would be worth, you know, oh, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I was speaking at a growth conference and I just thought there'd be some people around the world thinking, are you guys nuts? Like you, you're living a lifestyle we could only ever dream of. 
and even your so, so I think I start off by saying I think the first thing we need is a little bit of perspective. You know, yeah, we've got to be happy with what we've got while we're searching for what else we want. But yep. Yep. but just take the time to go. You know what? We live in a pretty good country. Yeah, you know, best we can tell, the air is clean. Best we can tell, the water is very very clean. Yeah, you know, we've got abundance of opportunities. So we can talk about what you know the political system and how poor that might be. We can talk about you know the economy and how poor that might be. We can talk about the market and how poor that might be. But I tell you what. Yeah, we've got a lot of things in play to make sure we're living a full and abundant life. So maybe we've got to focus on that. Mm-hmm. And it is that great time to reset and hit, hit that reset button. And as I go back to when I spoke before about momentum shifting, is is don't is watch out for these drainers or, yeah. or, or or those energy suckers, so to speak, and and don't go focusing what too much on what you don't have, okay, within reason. But mm. but look at what you do have mm. um, and be thankful for that. Yeah, have some gratitude. Yeah, well and truly around. I think that. it was Sir John Templeton who had the great quote: "Once you've got gratitude, you've got wealth beyond measure." Like if you've got that, yeah, and he's good. a billionaire, like a guy who just plays the stock market for fun, <laughs> lives yep. in his own private island in the Bahamas. But you know, now it's easy to say when you're a billionaire potentially. But I'm pretty sure he had that philosophy very early days when he was sort of in the retail market trying to work out how he can sort of, you know, get his income, uh, you know, what we call 2X and 5X and so on and so forth. But so I think that, you know, that's really the message. But end of quarter one, great time to check. Are we on track or off track? And if we're off track, what do we need to do to get back on track? won't be a lot of things, Pete. It'll be two or three things you just got to focus in on. Yeah. Um, you know, it'll be around energy. It'll be around work ethic and it'll be around strategy. So, Rick, before we uh, before we just finish up, just want to say again, and I've spoken about it a few times in terms of your TEDx, but um, yes. you've got some pretty exciting uh, news. It's, yes, uh, no, right it's, now it's launched That's, and we're, it's live, we're live. We're live. We're live. We're live. We're live. We're real. We're raw. I think last time I looked at it was 120 views, <laughs> but uh, hopefully we can just upscale that. So um, that got approved effectively from TED US as I flew out to the US, funnily enough. But um, we just launched it today. So it's live. So anyone who's uh, jumping on TEDx uh, or TED, just jump on YouTube, Rick Rushton TED Talk, and you should get there. And uh, hopefully you like it. If you like it, you know, certainly share it. And but also have it on our Voices of Value Facebook page yes, as well. The link we'll have the link there. It's on. Uh, it's it's going live. And thank you, mate. I actually said to somebody today that uh, it was a collaboration between uh, me and you, and it really was. I felt like I was actually representing a lot of mentors on that particular day. But your sort of refinement of my message and helping me get that message right was something I didn't take lightly or for granted and um, you know I was trying to think how to pay respect to a lot of mentors so I used a lot of uh, a lot of lessons I learned from them and uh, your ability just to help me capsulize the thinking get the message out in under 17 minutes is bloody hard to do <laughs> yeah but you, you, you did it sensationally well but don't just take my word for it please make sure you go and uh, and click on the link and and watch it and do you know it was interesting I had a call today from um uh, from someone within our organisation from um, from another state and who said to me, you wouldn't believe it, um, my wife actually <laughs> uh, sent me this link to this TED Talk. Um, you, you should watch it, you should watch it, it's, it's amazing, it's amazing. And then he looks at it and goes, hang on a minute, I know this guy. <laughs> so it's incredible. So yeah. it's already going beyond... Um, I guess your 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 core influence or yeah, your, sure. your core group and the and the real estate world because it's, it, it, this is about life it's about family and you know and this is this is what we talk about I mean it's not just about real estate or it's just not not one thing in particular it's not just about business because you know happy business life and uh, a crap home life equals crap life yeah exactly you know crap business life happy home life equals crap life exactly. we've got to get that equilibrium we've got to get that balance yeah um, everything working in harmony it's a bit like um. 
what I heard the other day was a bit like sitting on a um, having um, having money and having things and object objects is a bit like sitting on a two-legged stool. Uh, good for the moment, yeah. eventually you'll fall, fall off. Yeah, great so, so that third leg of, of, of health, family, well-being yeah. and all that sort of stuff yeah. is is just so vital in terms of having having that balance in life. And again, another speaker we've had on this year, Paul McGee, the sumo guy, talks about his quadrant, his, uh, his happy life quadrant and his abundant thinking quadrant and part of that is that. And, you know, I never wanted to make a lot of money and have no one to go home and share it with other yeah. than a pet rock. <laughs> That'd be disappointing. So I think, you know, you've got to get the balance absolutely right. So my, my wish for the TED Talk is that the messaging gets out there to a wider audience, not, I mean, selfishly because I want it to go well, but more importantly for the lessons that I'd like to think are being shared there because... You know, I'm, I'm certainly right where I am now in my game of life because of people sort of helping me communicate better and, and making sure that my ability to take concepts and share them in a in a platform from a speakership, from, you know, just you know, collaborating with people. Uh, I, I really feel like that's me now paying it back. And yep. so if we can pay it forward with the TED Talk, that'd be great. So thanks for the plug, mate. I didn't know we are doing that, but we've, uh, but yeah, it is uh, a really cool sort of opportunity for hopefully our listening audience to get behind it as well. Fantastic. So we've got a huge month ahead of us. We've got Amazing. some great people coming up and uh, we're so excited to bring them to you. We thought we'd do uh, uh, a pause on the guests this week and just share a little bit of, of our insights and, and, and a bit of a, a quarterly pulse check. Um, hope it's been uh, of value to you all and uh, thanks for tuning in. See you next week. We trust you enjoyed listening to Voices of Value, a shared conversation between Rick Rushton and Peter Kakos. Their views are not necessarily those of the wider world, but they should be. If you're keen to enhance the quality of your life even further in the future, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or your preferred podcast source. Our website is voicesofvaluepodcast.com. And we welcome both your feedback and ratings on the content we provide. Join the conversation again next week when Peter and Rick continue the search for truth, justice and the value-added way.